Hello and welcome to Manners Mattered 2. This is not your grandma's etiquette. This is real life practical conversations on how to be your best self. Your hosts are myself, Rachna Adianthaya, founder of Create My Change, which focuses on business etiquette, image and personal development coaching. My co-host is Julia Estevi Boyd international etiquette and protocol consultant with a focus on teaching real life skills important for your professional and your personal success. Hi, we are so excited to welcome a very special guest to today's show. We have Alma Curran of Embrace Healthy Habits, an organisation that helps women lose 40 plus pounds without counting starving or fasting. Alma has countless success with women to help them feel happier, healthier and look great without feeling deprived. We are so happy to have you here today, Alma, to give us some tips and insight into how we can navigate holiday eating. I know it's at the forefront of many of our minds. Um, and so thank you. Thank you for joining us. Mm, good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with both of you and everybody else who tunes in. Uh, I don't think you're as excited as I am <laughs> <laughs> because the thought of having a healthy plan uh-huh. for this time of year, uh, just some healthy tips and ideas because it's just such a season of sort of overindulgence. So any tips at all that you can share with us that um, will just help that we don't have to sort of, you know, worry too much when it comes to the start of the year will be greatly appreciated, particularly by myself, especially at my age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, Julia is 94. Ah, okay. She looks amazing for 94. She looks 23. (laughs) She is. She always goes on about her age. She's still a spring chicken. Yeah. Yeah, so Julia, um, any, like, so... As we enter this festive period, the parties, um, there's, there's endless parties. And one of, I always go in thinking, okay, I'm going to be really good this year. I'm going to be really good. I am not going to get into January and go, right, I need a detox. Like what, but we, I repetitively, it's, it's so hard, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And I, I always find that I get into January and I'm like, okay, now it's time to cut. And I'd really like, and I know it's not just me, it's it's uh, many people, um, to gain some sense of balance, um, still enjoy the season, still uh, make it worthwhile and uh, enjoy everything it has to offer. But that doesn't equate to overindulging. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I believe that we as women have this notion that everything has to be hard for us, right? Mm -hmm. So we have a habit of complicating things. And just listening to you, Raj, when you say, I'm going to be really good, right? That is presupposing Mm -hmm. that you're not good right now. Right. So that is that identity of possibly I'm really bad right now and I'm going to be really good at some point down the road. And you can't do something that you don't identify with. 
right? I don't identify as somebody who goes out on Friday nights and stays up late because I identify as a, as somebody who has a 10 year old to take care of, right? In the morning. So I can't stay up late. late at that. It's simply a matter of identity, right? And, and it's really all about simplifying things for ourselves and, and saying, I am good, I am good. As I enter these holidays, I'm already good. And what I may need to do is improve some of my habits or improve the way that I look at things or that I look at the meaning that I give to the holidays. But it all starts with our mindset, right? With our psychology. Because we cannot do something that we don't identify with. So the first tip that the first thing that I ever do with all of my clients when we first start on this journey together is to see themselves as already good because they come on this journey. They invite me into their lifestyle, into their pre-existing lifestyle that that is already all set up. And then we go on this journey together as already awesome, already amazing, already powerful women. And then we just add this weight loss to their existing lifestyle. And it it changes the perspective, right? It changes everything from, oh, I'm not good. I'm not good enough or I'm not... I need to change. It just takes away that chatter and implants this beautiful, powerful woman that simply needs to make some shifts in her life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, so yes. you're saying you have to go in with a different mindset, essentially, <laughs> and and like where you are, which is, I, I totally agree. I think we, Julia and I were talking about this earlier and saying that we, <laughs> you tend, <laughs> we tend to do the same habits or the same, you know, it's the same cycle. Um, and I think especially around eating, it can be, something that's so deeply ingrained um it's it's a a very deeply held belief system Mm -hmm. that you're and i think we can be very self-critical as well we can be self-critical of our bodies and and yeah you know we're not all sort of 20 year old sort of health gurus supermodels anymore uh we have children our lifestyle changes we go through different stages in our lives so there are natural changes and then perhaps you're at a stage in your life and you think, oh, I have to make a little bit more of an effort and it, it becomes self-critical or we're not in the habit of doing these things. And that can be really challenging. And then when you're faced with a situation where you have multiple invitations to events and all the events have lots of alcohol and lots of food and you're entertaining a lot, then you're faced with consuming a lot more and perhaps even different types of food than you would normally. So these are sort of challenges that, yeah, you know, I think, yeah, you're, you're right. We have to change our mindset and realize that we we can have these and just realize what works for us and, and our limits. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And Alma, when you when you um, take your clients through this um, journey, what's the what are the like top tips that you give them um as they approach this season what's the i mean yes you know like where you're at like who you are um but are there any like if if they're going to is there anything that you you provide them are there any tips that you provide them um that can help them 
navigate yeah um a week of parting or whatever it is Mm -hmm. absolutely always everything always starts with the mindset and i know i Mm -hmm. i say that all the time but i truly don't believe that we can give what we don't have right if we don't have the discipline already then we won't have, we won't be able to give that to our future selves in three hours from now at a party, right? So we have to practice that discipline. We have to find that within ourselves. So the very first experience that I guide my clients through is to look at, hey, where are you already disciplined? Right. For me, I am in bed at nine o'clock, as I already mentioned, every night, regardless of whether that's a Monday night or a Saturday night. So that's a discipline. So when holidays come around, Nine o'clock may not be feasible for me, right? However, I still go into that party, into that event, whether I'm hosting or attending as a disciplined woman, right? So it's not a matter of 9 p.m. versus 11 p.m. It's a matter of, hey, what is my mindset? Do I see myself as somebody who's disciplined? And mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, so you're dis- you're saying you're dis- you just whilst you're disciplined in your bedtime, mm-hmm. you are using that discipline at the party. Absolutely, something different. Yes, you're applying yes. something. Else. Yes, I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, absolutely. Because just because it's holiday season, just because we have parties to host or attend. That doesn't mean that oh now all of a sudden I need to everything is out of whack. Right. It simply means that, hey, I may not be able to go to bed at nine tonight, but I, as a disciplined woman, what can I, what can I do? Right. What can, what, what can I rein in here? How can I show up as somebody who's disciplined? Because I believe that in this, within this organization, within this, um, within your audience members, there are plenty of women who are disciplined in some areas. So let's just apply your disciplined mindset from that area and transfer it here as well. So uh, That's interesting. But would that mean that you could ever, although you're disciplined, allow yourself to sort of break free a little bit? Absolutely. But with uh, under under certain controls, so you might say, "Well, my I like to be in bed at nine o'clock, but this is a really special occasion. It's really important for my family, so I will uh, I will stay till ten or 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 ten thirty or something like that." But you have to have the mental mindset to know that what you're doing is within certain boundaries. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes, and there are plenty of times when I go to bed at. Um, 4 a.m. for certain events, right? If I'm at an event, I'm, I'm, I'm all about personal development. So I go to quite a few events. And at those times, I will stay up very late, which is so unusual for me. However, I still carry that identity of somebody who's disciplined. That means that I can rein myself in. I can still go to I can go to bed the following night at nine o'clock, or I can make sure that I am taking care of my health throughout the day as a disciplined woman, right? If I am going to stay up until midnight tonight, for whatever reason, I am going to be disciplined in the way I drink water today, in the way I fuel my body today in preparation for that late night. Mm. And then you'll so you, take care take care of yourself the next day. But what happens if there's 
if you have a client that perhaps lacks a little bit of discipline, how can you encourage them? Somebody really likes cake (laughs) (laughs) or (laughs) something like that. How could they, um, you know, how could you help them rein in from overindulging in sort of cake at every single event that they go to or, or too much at one event? Are there are any tips Absolutely. for that? Or too much wine or too much alcohol. Yeah. Exactly. And here's something interesting. What you just mentioned, uh, having cake at every event or having wine even at every event versus having too much cake, versus too much wine, right? Um, so, yes. Too much is the yeah. key, isn't it? Too so, much. there is absolutely everything right with having cake at every event, right? Or having wine at every event. Sure, have it. But it is hard. <laughs> but there's such things. There's champagne everywhere and there's all these cakes and there's cheese and there's all these lovely things. It's very hard. For to sure. Find. And then you wake up and you say, well, this today I'm going to be very careful, but I have another event tonight. Okay, start the cycle yeah. over again and then boom, <laughs> more champagne, yeah. more cheese. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I do understand what you're saying. I think it's, um, yeah, it, I think the mindset aspect is yeah and that's all there is to it right when you mentioned julia it's hard right so as a coach i'm instantly thinking okay things are hard this there's a present mindset Mm. of things are hard so i work with that and when i work with that it's hard then things just take care of themselves and um why does it have to be hard what are some things that are easy for her? And why are mm. they easy? And now we start to close the gap between things that are easy versus things that are hard, right? Because again, as I mentioned at the very beginning, I believe that as women, we have a habit of complicating things for ourselves, right? We have, to, we have a habit of making things hard, And while certain things are hard, there are plenty of things out there in the world that are very hard. Guiding and leading myself is actually quite easy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think that just takes a lot of practice too. I mean, it's listening to yourself because it's very, and and I don't mean to use the word, (laughs) but, um, you know, we are bombarded every day with messages eat this, look like this, uh, um, as a mum of, uh, of two children, it is, it's, um, it, it's mm-hmm. constant, uh, and I see it for them, but I also don't necessarily see it for myself. It's, uh, the visual, it's what you should be doing. You're surrounded by people that are constantly on diets or eating regime. Um, so it's, it really takes effort to to pull yourself away from that mentality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um yeah i think that's that's certainly pervasive in the in the uh, festive during the festive period because and we're also got, surrounded you know, sorry we're also surrounded by all the social media where you have the, the people saying here's everything i eat mm-hmm. in a day <laughs> this is what i cook in a day <laughs> only salads <laughs> and this is why I look so good so we're influenced by that and it affects your you know well I'm having more rice today or or, or whatever it is that's not mm-hmm. salad then um it's um I, I think we tend to judge ourselves a yeah. little bit so 
Yeah, and so Julia, just going into um, obviously change, changing your mindset is huge, and working out what you are disciplined in and adapting that and applying that to your healthy habits or to mm-hmm. your food in particular um, is is a really good tip. Is there any other like very quick, easy things that people can do to make themselves mm-hmm. um, that, that can make themselves, that all can get themselves into this mindset? Absolutely. Because, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Here's one thing that I, Again, you know, a lot of people would come to work with me and they expect a meal plan or a drinking plan or an actual resource that that quick thing, right? And if that stuff worked, we would all walk around in in that vision, right, that we have. You know, when when you think of yourself at a cocktail party or a holiday party, that vision that you have for yourself, we would all be perfectly aligned with that vision that we have, right? But those resources don't yeah. necessarily work. They, they work for some people, but we are working, I am working in an industry here that it's a bil- multi-billion dollar industry with a 95% failure rate, right? So if those resources worked, wow. we would all mm. be picture perfect of our vision, but they don't. So the the quick and easy tips that I have is really aligning with your values. What is it that you value? Mm-hmm. Right? What is that one thing that's so valuable to you that you would do anything to reach that, to be, to live within that? For example, health is extremely valuable to me. Everything I do is in alignment with my health, right? So it's easy for me to say no to too much cake because health is extremely valuable to me because I genuinely do have a goal of living until I'm 120 years old. So at 42 (laughs) years today, I am preparing for that hundred to meet that 120 year old me. Right. So yeah. it is so easy for me to say to just say no to one more cup of coffee, to one more glass of wine, to one more slice of cake. Right. Because I, I have that 120 year old in my mind. It is to some people it's silly, but hey, it's it's a really big lofty goal for me to reach that age, yeah. because I think we're going to, as humans, we're going to have so many breakthroughs in the next 80 years. And I want to be part of it, right? Because that kind of yeah. stuff is so valuable to me. And so connecting. So you don't think of, you don't think of it as a sacrifice then because it, you have your goal in mm-hmm. in your mindset. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, but what if it's not a high value for you? So what if you're a person that's it's, you know, I would mm-hmm. like. I love that question, Latch. And I asked, I get asked that question a lot, you know, because most of my clients don't want to live until they're 120, right? <laughs> so <laughs> what is it that you can connect that value to, right? And I'm curious now, off the top of your head, without thinking too much about it, Julia, what, what do you value the most in life? Um, I think... I think my family is my kind of, it's not just me as an individual, but I started having a family very young. I have five children. They've been sort of my focus and I do have a tendency to sort of put myself to the back and, you know, I should go for a swim or I should go for, 
go to the gym, but I can't because I have something else to do, a little bit of work, a little bit of housekeeping and, you know, these kind of things. So I think that's probably, that's probably mm-hmm. what I would Excellent. say. Excellent. So you're... Whereas, whereas, whereas I know that there's other people who would say they allocate time for themselves to do certain things, get it done, get it out of the way, and then they have a, a stronger focus on the other things. I do understand that, but my mindset isn't really mm-hmm. geared that mm-hmm. way. I think it's probably because I don't like sport and, you know, I am quite healthy with what I eat and I, I do try and eat sort of good foods. Most of the time, everything is home cooked and you know, I do take care in the preparation and everything when it comes to sports and active. So it's probably a bit of procrastination mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely. So it sounds like you already value health because you value your family so much. Right. Mm-hmm. So health may not be number one for you, but your family is. So you will use health mm-hmm. to serve the value of your family. Right. So health becomes a resource to you for the sake of protecting and being there for your family and serving them in the way that you already do, which gives you that connection with them, which gives you whatever it is that you are getting and giving in that relationship. So not everybody will value health, right? But we need to use health Mm -hmm. to meet the other values. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. It makes sense because it, it's interlinked, exactly. isn't it? Yes. So it doesn't have to be, not everybody has to value it, but we have to link it to something that's important to them. Right. And, and then because I already just asking that question, I already have a pretty good idea that you value connection, that you value love. Right. So I, if I were working with you, I would never suggest that you go out there and do sports because sports doesn't seem to be important to you. Well, but you do value connection. So what can you do if you want to move your body? What can you do? Maybe you can pick up dancing classes. Maybe you can do something that helps you maintain valuable connection, Mm. but you're still moving your body, right? Who, who's to say, who am I to say that you need to go run five miles a day? No, right? So people will put, but my husband, my husband would beg to differ because he's, he's a great Wait. sportsman. And in fact, he's after 20 something years, he's officially given up because he tries, oh, no. and he tries and he tries and I'm really good for a little while and I do all these things, but he's so active and he's so competitive yeah. that I give up and, you know, and it's, it's a shame because without his encouragement, mm-hmm. I do less and less, um, but it was just always so disappointing yeah. for him because yeah. I was just this diff- this different love um, for life. Um, but anyway, he's he's quite happy. He doesn't doesn't yeah. stop. Yeah, but there could be something, and of course, it's not going to go deeper into that. But there could be something that you two could do together that brings you joy equally. I was talking to a client on Tuesday morning, and for her. She decided, hey, I love dancing. In my head, I'm a great dancer, but I don't think that that's what other people see, right? So, and, and she mm-hmm. she's working on reconnecting with her husband. So guess what her assignment was? <laughs> to sign up for classes dancing. with her husband. She's, she's, right. Yeah. Well, we've just, we, we're okay walking. 
walking is fine but then my husband yeah. will have to go for a run after or he'll go for a run first <laughs> and then we'll meet for a walk after <laughs> so we have to find a way to to compromise or we'll head to the gym together and maybe I'll do a mini workout and he'll stay on mm-hmm. and I'll have a swim or you know something like that. so we find a way of compromising yeah. but yeah. um yeah. absolutely whatever works for you yeah. mm-hmm. and actually doing it doing it with your partner or your you know your friends make such a difference doesn't it I always love walking I love walking um and I love to walk with friends because you talk and you walk and somehow it it yeah it works um and you really get quite deep into things I think yeah yeah exercise so the 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 recommendation the tips that you ask for I would say values definitely Check in with those, right? What do we value? We walk around through life valuing things, but we don't really write them down. We don't really pay attention to them, right? So connecting your health and your eating habits to your values or your moving habits or Mm -hmm. whatever habits you think of, drinking habits, your water habits, right? Connecting them to your values is the most important thing you can do. Really, that's way more important than, I don't know, juicing every day because juicing is not always going to be available to you, right? This is why I don't make those, I don't offer those tips, but, but your values are always with you regardless of where you go in life, right? Yeah. So, and the second one is plan ahead, right? Planning ahead is so important because tonight's party is going to come. So when you wake up in the morning, for example, for me, I plan my entire day of food out. I know exactly what I'm about to have for breakfast when I get off the phone, off this call with you guys, right? So planning ahead, I know exactly what I'm going to have uh, for lunch. I also have all of my water already lined up on the countertop. So I know exactly how much water I'm going to drink today, but I get to work from home. So I, it's easy for me to plan ahead, but planning ahead just takes the guesswork out. And if you are already working with your values, which is why this is the most important thing, you are going to want to stick to your plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that planning ahead as well. And just, um, so it's, you, you prep for the night ahead because I know many people, um, you know, they, they may want to stick to a certain eating plan and the difficulty is they're at a party and they Mm -hmm. don't want to offend and there's all this food and, um, the host may have gone to a lot of trouble to make something. And in that situation, yes, their values are, I'm very committed to this plan, but I'm also very committed to my relationships and my, uh, my connection. And I do not want to offend or, or, you know, this person's gone to a lot of effort and that's when you have that conflict. And it, it's, I mean, I've been in it where you just think, oh, I really, actually, I really don't want that piece of cake, but I'm, and I often, my connection will override my own value. Um, and I wanted to ask you a bit about that. How do you manage, mm-hmm. how do you manage that? I mean, yeah, it happen all yeah, the time. absolutely. Um, well, connection, human connection is also one of my greatest values, right? For me, it is yeah. my health so that I can serve my family and my friends and extended relations. And second is connection with others, 
right? And third is um, future or being future oriented, right? I'm always thinking ahead, okay, how mm-hmm. I'm going to meet myself in three hours from now. <laughs> how am I going to think? Of, what am I going to think of me? Yeah. Right. And, and that's really my, those right. are my guiding forces. And every time I make decisions, mm-hmm. uh, if it's in a week from now, what, what am I going to look like? How am I going to feel about my today's decisions in a week from now? Because if we're blessed right. enough, we're going to meet ourselves in a week from now if we're blessed enough to live that long. So uh, thinking that way helps a lot, right? So when you think about meeting yourself tonight at the party, right? You, or you're also thinking, Hey, I'm going to, uh, I I do care about the host, right? I do care about what they think Mm -hmm. of how I respond to all this effort that they have gone through. I do want to be connected to that person. I do want them to know that I appreciate all the work that they have done, right? So that's once again, thinking of your future selves. So what can I do right now to maintain my health and to go into this party with clear conscience and, and, and really that, and focusing on that connection with that person, right? We think we because I am a coach, yeah. I am a, for first and foremost, I'm a transformation coach. So I'm all, I, I know that most people that I work with, they believe in either or, right? Oh, I'm either going to focus on my health or I'm going to please this other person, right? Well, when we think that way, we are anticipating a loss and our mind doesn't want to lose, right? Because who wants to lose? (laughs) So, so we make it a yes. And right. How can I take care of myself today and maintain my connection with the host? Yeah. So that's where your planning comes in, right? So that's where you can say, well, you know, and, and I, I like that analogy. It's it's not an either or, and it's not it's mm. um, part aligning your true values to yeah. your outcome, and um, we can't can have, have it all. all. And we, we yes, we can go go for a walk before the party, before you shower and get ready, or if you like sport, do an activity. <laughs> I have some friends that do these. You know, they do activities purely because it justifies them in having a burger or something like that and they say well it can't cancels out and this is how I justify it in my mind so that's what we need to do for the holiday festivities. I have a friend that stands and she doesn't sit down to eat because she's just there you go walking around I'm not sure that works yeah. but hey yeah. um, whatever works whatever, whatever yes works. absolutely but more practical um, tips really uh, also in addition to that once again everything is in our mindset right when what we whatever we want to accomplish must maintain within our values because we get really upset and there's friction within ourselves when we are out of alignment with our values, right? Whenever we feel guilty or we feel bad that we did or didn't do something, that's a cue for us to say, hey, you know what? Maybe I was out of alignment with myself, right? So so there's nothing wrong about feeling that way, but we do have to listen to that voice inside of our head. To, in and more practical tips, really, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I am an avid juicer. I 
drink celery juice every day and I drink uh, carrot juice with pomegranate and all these. And I prepare, once again, I prepare on Sunday afternoons. I prepare for the whole week. So really, if you want to be healthy and vibrant and have this great energy going into the holidays, now is the perfect time to do some prep work for that. Okay. And what juices? So you say you prep it for the week, and I love that because uh, half half my battle is um, getting the juicer out and then cleaning the juicer, and it's just, you know, it's, it's a hassle. It's first thing in the morning, just about put the kettle on. Um, what's your – so once you've juiced, do you freeze the juice? I refrigerate them. them fresh? I um in a, I have them. bought okay. these little bottles on Amazon. They're just little plastic bottles. I believe they're yeah. six or eight ounces. And I okay. pour the juice into those bottles and I put them on the top shelf. And I am good for the week. Yeah. Okay. And then this, what's your, so this is great because we're going into this season and everyone's trying to get their skin right and you know they're trying to feel good and this probably has a huge impact on mm-hmm. that glow. How you feel? um mm-hmm. and probably also your because sh- i i would think it's it's really ridiculous sometimes but i think oh that was really sweet but it's good i mean it's a it's a good it's a healthy sweet we've talked about this before Alma, um with smoothies and stuff um that's just such a good way of satisfying a craving without having to turn to sugar so you're not ever depriving yourself it's like um being cognizant of the fact that you you know you want something sweet and that's not a bad thing that's not a bad thing but eat something or drink something that has natural sugars that's going to give you those um those natural um, minerals and vitamins and all the stuff that's going to make you feel great yes. and it's not going to break you out. Um, so that I love the idea of juicing for the week and having it on hand because I think that's the hardest thing sometimes mm. is it's like, you know, oh, yeah, I I could make myself a smoothie or I could make myself a juicer, a juice, but I've got to yeah. take the juicer out. Yeah. And I've got to clean the For sure. And, and once again, if you think about it, you, you are inviting this into your existing lifestyle, right? We, we're women, mm. we have families, we have careers, we have all kinds of things happening with it. We can't just clean the slate and start over, right? This is that all or nothing thinking. This is why mm. all of those fad diets that I call them, you know, going vegan or going, um, I don't know, fasting for 16 hours a day or paleo and this and that. They're, they're good for people who can afford that lifestyle, right? But not all of us can afford that lifestyle. So we have to incorporate this healthy lifestyle into our existing lifestyle. Otherwise, we're, mm-hmm. we're going to fail. I had a client once she tried one of those fat diets and she said, oh, I'm on day three out of 30. I can't wait. Right. So she's already presupposing that at day 31, she's off yeah. this diet. Ex- exactly. So, so mm. these plans don't work. So when we think of incorporating them into our into our current lifestyle, we have to go with the mindset of, Hey, I am going to have a sweet tooth. I'm going to need to satisfy that. Right. I am going to have cravings. 
And yes, that cravings are a good sign. Thank goodness for cravings. Cravings are simply our body telling us that something is not present. So, yes, there you go. Hey, <laughs> I don't know what you're craving there, Julia, but something is no, happening there. Your body's communicating with you that you need something. Yeah. There you go. There you go chocolate no but i do i understand you can substitute you know i do i do i think what you say about the sort of healthy sugars you know my children love smoothies and they do have their fruit in them but they also have their spinach or their kale or mm. or whatever else and i do things myself a little bit like what you were, you were suggesting mm. about prepping ahead quite often i do sort of overnight oats and i do for a few days a different with different fruits and different things when so the morning you know my children were waking up they would have an option in, in in the fridge just very easy ready to eat and, and go so i think these are really great ideas because it stops mm -hmm. you reaching from the cereal box or for sort of toast and lashings of butter or or, or whatever so i think it's uh yeah these are great, great tips don't don't take away my toast and my butter. That's I do. I'm partial to toast Sourdough and butter. And, yeah. but, um, um, I love that. But I love the whole premise of this. It's just that it's, um, you know, it's not one size fits all. And I think we will jump on this bandwagon of, oh, got to mm -hmm. lose 10 pounds or got to lose this much. Um, and it's so nice to hear it, hear that, you know, it's not, it's intuitive, but it's aligning yourself to your values and it's, a, it's aligning yeah yeah it's, absolutely and preparing for it right and then and prepare ahead it's, yeah. it's just like anything in life right when you are when you're planning a family you're preparing ahead right you're preparing your finances you're building a home or buying a home or whatever you're doing whatever is within your within your financial um allotted allotment so it's when you're preparing for a trip, you're packing, right? Whatever it is or whatever journey you're embarking on, there is some pre-work, some prep work for it. So, and, and you, as you go into the holidays, there's yeah. some prep work, you know, cleanse your liver, <laughs> you know, clear your skin, do these things. And it, all of that comes from within us, right? When, as the way we treat our or internal organs. But we have to be of the mindset that, this is easy. I am that woman. I can do this. Watch me. Right. That's, that's really that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And we can also, this can also transcend into if you have a family gathering at home for yeah. Christmas day or new year's day or something like that. And you know that there's going to be your family at home and there's going to be lots of food and lots of snacking and people are spending a lot of time together you can have a lot of healthy snack options instead of yeah. always being the really you know the sort of store-bought not such great quality ones you know you can make your own dips and have lots of vegetables and you know of course it's okay to have some some chips or you know whatever you want to use with the dips as well but you have a balance of yeah. the other healthy things and actually i think people really appreciate that too i mean i i don't know many people that really want mm. a load of too much uh, of unhealthy you know processed food i think everyone is so aware of it now that i don't think i think actually people are very very pleased and very happy when you do have those options for them mm -hmm. um out there and i think that's 
also something to consider um, if For you're sure. hosting. Absolutely. For the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. let's not, let's remember what the holidays are about, right? They're about connection, right? They're about bringing the family together. And yes, food is the glue, right? We celebrate with food. We mourn with food. We do everything with food. So food is the glue. However, all the, the family and all the people that come to the house are really the reason why we're all even cooking this food. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's mm-hmm. sometimes that gets lost a little mm-hmm. bit sometimes. It can um, do, I yes. think the food can override uh, a lot of things. <laughs> and then you fall into the food coma <laughs> where you're mm-hmm. just so stuffed. You don't, you, you know, all you want to do is go to sleep. So you don't necessarily have that connection with yeah. your uh, family yeah. because everyone yeah. is just so absolutely. Nostalgic. And, uh, and, and really maybe even visualizing yeah, it. I, I'm a big envisioner. Every morning, part of my morning routine is to sit down and visualize my goals for the rest of the year right? and goals for today. But how am I, again, right? I'm mm-hmm. very future oriented. So I think I sit down and I think, hey, at the end of today, how do I want to feel? And what am I going to do to, to contribute to that feeling? And, uh, and then I go into the day with that vision in mind. So as you're talking, Ratch, when we go at, when we envision the end of the day, Hey, do I want to end up in a food coma and completely disconnected from the people who came to visit? Or do I want to be vibrant and energetic and whatever the adjectives are that you want to describe yourself as? So, and, and going into that, event with that with that uh, vision of yourself in mind yeah absolutely i think these were amazing and very very um on point um i know that i'm i'm sitting here i haven't had breakfast yet <laughs> and i'm like yes i think i know what i'm gonna do today sometimes you need reminding <laughs> too sometimes you um, do because you know life gets so busy and I that's that's the point isn't it we're running up to a really busy, busy period and as Julia says as mums or as busy individuals we do tend to put ourselves on the back burner but we're not giving our entirety out there and that's that's important because yeah, we're not doing ourselves yeah, any favors at the end of the day, are we? So yeah. any ladies listening out there, we need to start putting ourselves first before we <laughs> move on to all the other, other tasks yeah. and chores that we have and think about our own health. I think it's really important, especially yeah, I, it's always important, but especially at this time of year, I think yeah. it's a good time to sort of start assessing ourselves, not necessarily huge changes, but definitely assessing assessing you know our own mindset and our own values just Mm -hmm. as you've said great tips i think they're really really useful you are so welcome well thank you alma for all these tips um i feel like we're ready to get into this festive season now um if you want to find out any more information you can email us at info at manners matter too and we will have a link here to embrace healthy habits um if you want to find out more about Alma, which I suggest you do, um, we're on hand um, to keep you sane during this holiday season. So keep calm, carry on, and remember, manners matter too. 
As always, thank you for listening. We love hearing from you. If you have any topics or suggestions that you would like to be covered, please reach out to us at Manners Matter 2 or follow us on Instagram and Facebook and you can subscribe on the links below. See you next time and remember, be nice and Manners Matter 2.